do I need to do the intro? Oh, can we just get just get started and start talking? Yeah. <laughs> All right, you know what this is. We are Mixed Up Thoughts Podcast. Thank you for watching. If you're watching, if you're watching on YouTube, thank you for watching. If you're watching, listening to us on the streaming services, make sure you give a like, thumbs up, repost it, give a review. If you want to see the live shows, subscribe to my YouTube at Rise Mix. Just search Rise Mix on YouTube. You can watch us live every Tuesday. We're going on Tuesdays now. So just come subscribe and you know hit the bell for our notifications because I do other stuff. I do other stuff on this channel, so make sure you watch us. How are you ladies doing today? We have okay, we have of course we have Ken Shock and Lucky Lady here with us. How are you ladies doing today? Sure. Okay, that was a how are you doing? <laughs> sure. And that's the answer she gave you. <laughs> How was your weekend? You know he ain't shit. What? I just want that to be known. It is. It's the it's the new week. I'm saying, how was your weekend, Michelle? Oh, okay, my weekend. Sure, how was your was, weekend? Yeah. It was very quiet. I didn't have to drive out to Verona, although I did miss seeing my dad, but I didn't have to drive out there. So. Okay. And luckily, how was your weekend? Well, I had um, an eventful weekend. I didn't have an eventful weekend. But we had a meeting, and it was informative, and we got a little bit accomplished, I think. All right. So let's... <laughs> Go ahead. What you going to say? Oh, no, I said for anybody wondering, the meeting is a social group. It's a clear social group that we have here in Madison. There's ponds all over the world, but this particular one is in Madison, and yeah. We have some fun periodically, all the time, and some drinks most of the time. A drinks all the time, you know. All the time. <laughs> so yeah. So, um, where should we start tonight? Where should we start tonight? Where should we start? We should. Start okay, I'm gonna show you a picture. I'm gonna show you this picture. Okay. Of course, it's from Twitter because I get everything from Twitter. I spend too much time on there. It says, when your girlfriend has pain in her feet and your masculinity isn't fragile. So you have this couple, and he's wearing her shoes, and she's wearing his shoes. Now, here's my either thing. Has, go ahead. Go ahead. I said, either he has extremely small feet or she has extremely big feet. <laughs> Thank you. That was that was my comment. I mean, looking at her feet, they, they might be both might be true. <laughs> but here's the thing. So because I don't want to wear women's shoes, I have toxic masculinity. Is that what he's getting at? Or I'm fragile Male. because I don't want to yeah. wear women's shoes? Fragility. Male ego fragility. That's I don't think that's what he's saying. Me either, but it sounds funny. He in my mind, the guy wore the shoes because he didn't want to carry them. And he was okay doing that. I don't think that's where most men's mind would go is to put the shoes on. They just, I don't know, tie the strings together and throw them over the shoulder or something. I don't right. know. But I, I think what he's getting at is this guy should not be put down as not a man because he chose to put on her shoes. I don't think it was attacking men that wouldn't do that. I think it was supposed to give credit to the to the man for still being a man and doing that. So putting on 
putting on the women's shoes make you more of a man? No, no it just it, it doesn't make you, you any less of a man. Right. Right. You're kind of comfortable in them shoes. That's all I'm saying. Maybe he's just comfortable standing next to his girl. Right. This guy's a candidate for pagan. So that's all I'm saying. <laughs> I'm just, hey, we keep, hey, got, hey, it's, it's, hey, listen. He's a candidate for pagan. She probably he, do be pagan. I mean, see that, uh, that, right, exactly. Her outfit, rubber, she got on a leather dress. dress. She, got <laughs> she got the pleather dress on. She got blue hair. Right. Fishnets, and he's got his—he had his man purse, and his <laughs> he's got his purse. Yeah, he's definitely a candidate beggar. Why so, can't they just be two people comfortable with who they are and comfortable where they at? They're comfortable getting paid. I mean, that's where that's where it's at. You making assumptions based off of? Hey, you put it out there and talk about some my masculinity isn't fragile. I wear women's shoes. But wait a minute. <laughs> Let's just say, okay, take take her out of the picture and put the kiss outfit. I know that's an old reference, but put a kiss outfit <laughs> on him. They wore them same kind of boots. Nobody questioned their masculinity. It was a whole costume. It's a whole part of a stage presence. He's wearing these shoes and shorts and a t-shirt and a man purse. And a man that's purse. casual wear. That's casual. He's casually dressing <laughs> like this. There's a difference. It's situational, but you're judging them different just because of the situation, and I don't think that's fair. I'm judging them. Be- I'm not. Well, I probably can't. You, you are judging. I'm judging them because he's trying to make it seem like when your masculinity isn't fragile. I mean, it's like, are you triggered, sir? Because this sassiness of 2022 is getting to me. <laughs> I keep saying this, this has been a this has been a sassy year. Nobody's listening to it's me. Only, it's only—it's only the first of February. It's been a sassy year. That's it's been—it's been very sassy. You know, men, you know, men texting each other, a boo type stuff, and then you got—it's been very sassy. Why does that threaten you, though? Why it's does that? Why does that bother you? Why it's does that ask? Were you triggered? I'm not triggered. I'm just saying this is the sassiness of it all, and that's my—that's my word for 22. I'm just gonna call you call stuff sassy, and sassy. Raven agrees with me. Thank you, Raven. <laughs> Thank you for checking in. She said 2020 is off the she put in more, but it didn't chain. come up. Off the hook. Off the off. hook. <laughs> I was waited on at the grocery store the other day by an androgynous person because I don't know if it was a male or a female. Mm-hmm. The voice presented male, but their nails were fabulous. <laughs> I didn't care. They charged me a dollar ninety nine for four ninety nine blueberries. I was like, "Way to go!" <laughs> I don't care, don't care what's going on under your underwear. No, honestly, like, they are starting friend. to make they are starting to make more nail polish for men now. And that's um, nail who polish has is their nothing. Own line? Um, somebody, uh, young rapper? No, no, not young thug. No. Uh, the one rapper. Oh God, Lil Yachty. Lil, Lil Yachty. Yachty has his yeah. own line of nail polish for men. What That's, what makes it nail polish for men? I don't know. They just the name nail of the bottle. Polish is nail polish. <laughs> the name of the bottle makes I mean, it nail polish for men. That's all it is. So I never understood why they couldn't wear it anyway. Men have been doing it for years. They've been doing like you know, doing a clear coat and just putting a little you know razzle dazzle in their nails. The buffer on there, little little wool off the bam, little shabam bam. 
I, I don't, I, I really, I, I can't remember what comedian said it, but if the question, if the answer to your question is pants, it's not really a question. What's going on in your pants don't matter to me. It, it, it you know, it, it, man, woman, as long as it's not a child, we don't want to involve them in this. They can do, you know, their children. Or animals. Or animals. Or, or animals. let's just keep it to men and women because we yeah. expanded into animals and stuff. I get you. But I feel you. You want to leave them alone too. What difference does it make? I don't care if a, if a man in my office came to work in a skirt and high heels, as long as he was doing his job, I would not care. I don't care either. It's just that when you try to make it seem like, well, look at me. My masculinity isn't fragile. Look at me. I'm wearing a skirt. It's like, okay, you're just like wearing a skirt. Don't try to, why are you bringing up math, you know, fragile masculinity in it? Because There's somebody no is going to question their masculinity yeah. and they need to stand firm and say, this doesn't make me any less than a man because some man is going to look at them, look at that sissy, look at that blah, 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 you know, slur words here. Yeah. And that's not fair. Well, I mean, I, mean, I don't fair. usually agree <laughs> or jump on the side with, with Roz, but it does look a little spicy, a little sassy. But I'm not agreeing with him because I don't ever want to do that. So why, why, hey, why is it so bad to agree with me that if you like to wear women's shoes, I'm not going to judge you for that. Okay, cool. Wear your women's shoes. But don't see me like you're you're more... I'm not fragile. I could wear women's shoes. That don't make that don't make if you can't wear women's shoes, that don't make you fragile. I mean, if you don't want to wear them, you're well, not okay, fragile. Okay, so so my thing is, I think a lot of stuff is not really what is said. I think it's like the the not really the theory behind it, but the intent. Like a lot of times, people say things, and it's like, um there's always some underlying shade in there or there's exactly. some underlying stuff in there or whatever. Exactly. If he said it purely from the thought process of, you know, I'm just trying to assert, you know, um, I'm trying to draw my line in the sand, whatever. Okay. You know, do you, if that makes you feel better, whatever makes you feel better, that's fine. But if there's like underlying shade in there, then I think that, you know, it was, it was said and meant to be offensive. So, you were basically picking so that you can offend somebody if there was shade in there. But if there wasn't any shade in there, okay, you know, whatever. And I hate to sound like one of those guys, but, you know, it's, it seemed like it's constantly like, you know, if you, you know, show any type of manhood, you know, you looked at it like, oh, you know, toxic, toxic, you know, it's like it's going too far sometimes. I will agree with you on that because there are men that are just men, <laughs> and that's, and that's, that's what men. That, that, no, I don't. Not manly men because I, I <laughs> on some level, believe all of those are fake. Yeah. But that was like, sarcastic. If, oh, sorry. <laughs> if a gay guy hit on Roz, I don't think he would puff all Punch up. You, you know, face. he'd just be like, "Nah, man, I don't roll that way." Because that's no threat to his manhood. No, you can't afford me. <laughs> <laughs> now, is that better? <laughs> now, he put a black card on the bar, and then all exactly. of a sudden, you got a situation. <laughs> right, exactly. Right. <laughs> but 
you know, but, but a man that is fragile in his manhood would be offended. What makes you think I'm gay? You know, he would yeah. he would attack that person. Whereas all it is is that person found this uh, found another person attractive, right? Made their move. That person was like, "Nope, I'm I'm sorry, I don't roll that way." I'm and ninety nine point nine percent of the time, they're gonna be like, "Oh, sorry, man," and keep keep it moving. There is keep that, mm-hmm. but well. that's no threat to his manhood, and there's nothing wrong with him saying, "I'm a man." I think he's a manly type man, but I don't. I wouldn't say he would classify himself as a manly man he's just a man yeah he's just a man yeah and there's nothing wrong with being a man there's manly men in Brokeback mountain too so you know what i'm saying (laughs) going hunting and fishing off in the woods man and stuff hunting and fishing doesn't make you a man (laughs) it's just a joke joke. do think but no some men do think that they think as long as you are doing manly stuff like i am Oh yeah, there was a whole there was a whole TikTok about 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 black dudes. Uh, My name is this, and I like hunting, fishing, and I don't play video games. And they're like, "Who gives a fuck?" You know what I'm saying? Why do why do you have to see? Why do you have to say the extra? Just say I like hunting, fishing, and being outdoors. Why you shit on people who play video games? Yeah, people play video games make money immediately. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) No, it's shit on men who play video games. You know that because you know we're supposed to be less manly than the man who's out there hunting and gathering with his friends. Bunch of men in a tent, you know that type of thing. So it's crazy. No, I think men who play video games are just boys who haven't grown up and don't take care of their responsibility. And girls that play video games, we just don't exist. Well, I mean, I think that if you are taking care of your responsibilities or whatever, if that's the way that you, you know, blow off steam, that is the way that you blow off steam. That is just your hobby or whatever, you know, if it's a hobby. And then there's some people who, like Ross said, there's some people who get paid for it. You know, they get paid for playing games and whatever. And it's the ones, I have a problem with the ones who that's all they do. There's no money involved. There's no money exchanging hands. That's, you know, they don't do anything except play video games. Like, I mean, I, I don't want to say I have a problem with it. Well, yes, I do. I have a problem with it. But I'm not judging anybody out loud maybe in my head but not out loud um because do you whatever but there is definitely a difference and that's why like you said it's like you can't people say one thing but they try to throw shade like yeah if you just said my girl's feet was hurting so but we were the same size so i helped her out you know i want to play you know what if you go wear your girl shoes and you want to pull it off go ahead but when you talk about some my masculinity isn't fragile why you got to that extra there's no need for the extra stuff Extra. You're not making yourself, you know, more. You're not gonna get no props for wearing your women's shoes, be able to fit them and walk around in them. You're not getting no props for that. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, okay, I I can now see how that could sound like because that's all social media. Ego is fragile because he. That sounds like the puffing. Yeah, it's it's, 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 it's an example of puffing his chest out. I'm so. I'm so secure in my manhood, I could wear high heels because they're my girls. Look at me. Okay. Really? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's how that's how far you going to prove that you're, you know, securing your manhood. I mean, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's crazy. I mean, when you say it like that, yeah. And that's how, you know, you, of course you got people, oh, look at him. He's such a real man. Like, really? That's what, yeah, that's what your barometer is? That's what your 
basing it's, it off. Of. It's all over what what qualifies what qualifies as a real man is all over the place in these days. That's all I'm yeah. saying. I, I don't want to sound like those other guys on podcasts and real men should do this, real men do this. And I don't want to be the one. Of those, I don't, I'm not one of those guys, but in certain aspects, it's going too far everywhere, yeah. and it's like. Bring it down just to a not just you know bring it to something just a tad bit. <laughs> yeah, I think a real man is not threatened. Just they they're they would just be even keeled yeah. if they felt like polishing their fingernails. Because if your daughter asked you to polish your fingernails, you might wipe it off the next day, but you're gonna right. sit down and you're gonna let her paint the nails. I mean, that's not threatening your manhood at all. But if the same thing, the same mindset would be if you woke up and decided I want blue nails today, painted your nails blue and just went about your day. You didn't have to post it on Instagram. You didn't have to say it on Facebook. You didn't have to tweet about it. You just painted your nails blue and went to work. That's the same mindset. I'm I'm feeling blue today, so I'm be blue. And if somebody said something to you about it, you would say, yeah, that's just how I felt this morning and keep going. You wouldn't have to start a fight, start an argument, prove yourself. You would just go about your business. And I think on both sides of the equations, the ones that go over the top and the ones that beat themselves up are wrong. Neither one of those are what I would consider real men. Because real men are right here. They know who they are. They know what they're about. And nothing's going to threaten that. Yeah. Like I said, for years, I used to grow my pinky out. My pinky nail, I used to grow it out. Because I seen on... Uh, the nose can. It, it was either, yeah, that, you know, that type of thing, even though I never did coke in my life. <laughs> and it was also, you know, it was, you know, you watch all the pimp movies. They always, pimp. Had they, pink, they always had their pinky nail growing. I was like, oh, wow, I'm gonna grow mine out because I seen it in the movie, you know, and I always yeah. grew mine out. It looked crazy as hell. Now I'm thinking about it. I got <laughs> these rough ass hands. I got one pinky nail long as hell. <laughs> you know, but it's just something, I mean, but I never post on social media. I'm a man because I can grow my pinky out, you know, I'm pimp shit, you know, type of thing. No, there's there's something I did. I do weird stuff. You know, if you know me, I do weird stuff, especially when bored. I just, I will tear oh some, gosh. I will do some crazy stuff when I get bored. So that's why I stay busy. I try not to let my mind idle too much because whoo-wee. somebody, and then somebody asked me like, why? Because I'm bored. I mean, I do, I do shit when I'm bored. I've almost burnt the house down a couple of times when I was bored. So that's just leave it I've at that. I've been bored into some relationships and some stuff. Just because I, I have nothing else better to do. Into well, a whole I do relationship? Things just because. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's. Well, you know, speaking of real men, ASAP Rocky and Rihanna are expecting their first baby. So Yo, did she wow. break the internet or what? Yes, she just woke up and just like I'm just gonna break the internet today. There's been a hint that she there's been a lot of hints lately that she that she's been pregnant, and she kept and she kept um, dismissing them or whatever. Like the last time, it was a couple months ago, and someone leaked and said that she was pregnant or whatever, and then she posted on Instagram the next day and like some fancy stuff or whatever. And she likes, I, I think, I think, I don't want to quote, but I think she said something along the lines of, 
y'all make me pregnant every year to my recording y'all i'm supposed to have like eight damn kids or whatever and then the heifer come up pregnant for real but she looks so cute though she looks i so mean cute. i mean looking at her in this picture she is already fine as hell. We put a little bit of thickness on her. Oh my god! Like she looks so cute. Cute is not the word. She is gorgeous. <laughs> I'm just saying, like pregnancy looks good on her. It, pregnancy so looks cute. good on a lot of women. I mean, I'm not going yeah. to try to front, but she is wearing it like. I know her stomach just, but you know what I was thinking yesterday all day. I was like, she gonna get up today and she gonna take that prosthetic off and like I fooled y'all ass. She got enough money to make it look real. Well, it wouldn't take much to mean to make up. No, I'm mean, like I the real, but I mean the the prosthetics, the ones that look so lifelike or whatever. Like tomorrow, she'll be on Instagram posting in a bikini. Minus that the sunburns, sand the sunburns. That would be crazy if she did that. I mean, I would. She's a Pisces. Come on now, you know we. She's do a Pisces. Stuff. Yes. Are you sure? Look it up. I don't know. I really want to know if she's pregnant. Look at her nose. It didn't spread that much, though. Then she may not be pregnant. (laughs) That's how you can tell that most women are pregnant is by their nose. When is her birthday, sir? February 20th. Thank you. She is a Pisces. Thank you. So if I was ever meet her, we either gonna fall in love, or we're gonna hate each other. That's all it is. <laughs> That's all it is with Pisces. I'm either gonna love yes. you or I'm gonna hate you. We're gonna fight in the parking lot or we're gonna get married two days later. So yikes. Never knew that. Yep. She played it off well. No, uh, I I knew she was a Pisces when I was no, like, like, back. Oh yeah. She, I have a totally different take on that picture. She looks completely delusional about what being a parent is She about. has enough money for nannies. Um, that, that's not how you raise children. That's not I'm how you raise she, children. She most, most new parents are delusional anyway. Yeah. I know. <laughs> so, <laughs> go ahead. That's what I'm saying. She's she has the look that most new mothers have. That you know, she's like, Oh, this is gonna be wonderful. We're gonna have this beautiful baby. You are never gonna sleep again. Until... She has enough money that she does not have to worry about it. That people hire that's not how overnight. you raise a child. Because yeah. if you Who's want your child to love you and to be connected to you, you can't have nannies and governesses raising not them. all the time i mean she has enough money that if she needs some sleep she's going to have some sleep they have names that work over was it Amdulas? was it, is that, that's how you say it no uh, that was state all i can't pronounce it but it's like a u p a u r or whatever all pop, they have them there they come at they come at nighttime when you go into bed and they're like okay you have a good night i'll take care of everything and they stay up all night i mean they pretty much in the room with the baby if it wakes up, they got it. Give the bottle, taking care they of They have wet diapers. nurses. They have, um, yeah, like you have wet nurses that, what do they do? They, like, people even have people, like, you know, back in the days before when they had um, women who were lactating at the same time as them, that breastfed their babies, like, that's, that's a lot, but I'm saying there. Yeah, I never understood that. That's giving somebody yeah. breast, breast milk. I, 
that's I don't I mean, know. I'm I don't just know. saying that's, they that's, have that's women business. They I don't get in it, but that's just crazy. that's just different kinds. to me. Like, and then I, what I didn't, I mean, it's the same thing, but not the same thing. Given that today is the first day of Black History Month or whatever, but you know, back in 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 slave times when they had these wet nurses and they had these you know women who were breastfeeding their kids, like you don't want this person to use the same water fountain as you but you don't have a problem with this person whipping out their titty and feeding your child like um that's why <laughs> i really think that like racism like it, i think it should be classified as mental illness personally no because they consider those the same as cattle i'm just, just like I you could take cow from milk yeah i mean milk from a cow duh <laughs> you could take milk from one of them it is they did not view those women as human they viewed them as i'll say chattel not cattle but chattel something but how many many people how many people actually just go to a cow and goes to their um help me out here i'm I'm sounding kind of slow teeth and just suck milk straight from there like that's what i mean that's why i say that it should be considered a mental illness because some of the stuff it does not make sense are and, you from wisconsin no not originally drive 30 miles that way to arena and you'll find a whole town of them that do that i mean i'm not judging anybody i'm not judging <laughs> at all I, any any kid anybody. that grew up on a dairy farm has done that get all the pus and all the secretions and all that stuff well no they get the pus when you 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 over milk them with the machines so that's how you get the pus if you just go up to like a cow that's been chilling and then just you know you'll get just pure milk i i don't know i never did i'm not from wisconsin so i don't i never did um, anything crazy like that so <laughs> yeah i'm mean, not judging like when you use words like crazy that implies that you're judging i'm not judging anybody we like, all judge. Crazy is a, a diagnosis of mental illness, so we all judge stuff at times. It's okay to admit it. I mean, you don't have to be. We all judge. Yeah, correct. Like they I do mean, that to cows, goats, sheep. I just try not to judge out loud because you know stuff comes back to haunt you years later. So. Or a couple of days later, Maybe. when people know that you, when they know stuff that you don't think they know. You know what? <laughs> you know what? You know what? <laughs> uh, uh. <laughs> okay. So I mean, right. keep testing. Keep testing about this. <laughs> Next topic. How do you feel about? I mean, final final words on this. The ASAP Rocky thing. I mean, Rihanna. I just did you see the other picture though? The the girl who I guess looks like ASAP Rocky. Like he could be. She could be his twin. And she had a baby. They said when um. When Rihanna finally make that next album that was gonna be ASAP, I mean ASAP holding the baby on his hip. Yeah, I see that. Hold on, I can find it in two seconds. <laughs> I thought that was so funny. Give me one Kid moment. Shot. Yes. Get our boy. Who you talking about? Because he's being a Who? Pisces right now. I didn't say a word that isn't true. <laughs> he's well, wrong, wrong way. He's he's being a Pisces right now. 
I I I don't know how to help because I don't think I'm a very good Pisces. He's being a Pisces right now, but that's okay. I mean, oh, what's being mean a Pisces? Stubborn? No, he's being messy. I'm not being messy. Oh, I'm never messy. Stop it! <laughs> I gone. saw that. I I saw I saw all of that. Stop it! Stop what? I see what she said. I see what she's saying. Knock it off. Yeah. <laughs> Cut it I, I tried to stay out of it, but <laughs> Cut it out There's a picture of the lady who looks like uh, ASAP hold a baby They said that's going to be ASAP when um, Brianna ever decided to go in the studio to make that album that she's been owing for years I said why why, does, why do people get on Beyonce's internet and act like this Whose internet is? I didn't hear different people's internet. I heard Adele's internet. It's Beyonce. Beyonce's internet. It's, it's I thought it was Obama's internet. It's, it's I never Beyonce. heard about. I heard Al Gore's internet. It's Beyonce. Oh God, did we hear Al Gore's internet? It's Beyonce's. <laughs> so it's officially. You officially says Beyonce's internet. It's Beyonce's internet. Okay. So what's the next time? Are we going to talk about the? Uh, your thoughts on the, what was it, Ken Shark? Go ahead and start it off. Um, elderly parents and what the expectation of children to take care of them are. My father is 88 years old. And I, he, I haven't been in an assisted living facility. He was living with me. But he wanted his space. I, I wanted my space back. <laughs> and we agreed that this was a good place that he could, you know, still be, you know, have control of everything. But I knew his needs would be being met that, you know, he was getting three meals a day. Somebody was taking care of his medication. Somebody was checking in on him. And he often compliments me on because my mother passed away several years ago and he's like your mother would be so proud of of how well you're taking care of me i'm like what else am i supposed to do that's that you you raised me mm-hmm. now it's my turn to take care of you yeah and he was like well you'd be surprised how many people you know dump their people off here and don't ever come see because i go see my father every week unless he tells me he doesn't want me to come out there mm-hmm. So I go every week. I either take him to the store or I go to the store for him. I manage his finances, you know, insofar as I write out the checks. He signs them so he knows everything that's going out. Mm-hmm. I give him his totals every month or every week if he wants me to, you know. So I manage his money. I make sure his medications are, you know. But that's what I think I'm supposed to do. Yeah. As a daughter, Absolutely. I don't find it a burden at all. I mean, technology scares is, scares him a little bit because now he's got a smartphone and, you know, I've got him a computer and he's he's real, you know, hesitant to use it. But I write out instructions for how he does, how he gets into everything, you know, so I'm just trying to help him as best I can. But I don't understand children that don't do that. And I don't think I can expect the same level of care 
from my children because I am not very much older than my children. I'm only 16 years older than my daughter. She'll be in the same nursing home with me. So, so we're going to be counting on grandchildren to take care of us. And I don't think that those same kind of values have been instilled in young people. Is that more on the parents or is that more on the kids? Because a lot of times it's probably the kids is like, yo, the way you treated yeah. me when you was growing up <laughs> and your ass is old, think... I'm gonna leave your ass in that fucking home. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> but not really. I mean, well, first of all, I really don't care how you raise your kids. Um because they these kids are different like they're entitled they are my son tells a joke a half joke he's like i think you should take care of me for the rest of my life because i didn't ask to be here like i didn't you never asked me my permission to be born and i'm sitting there looking at him like so there's you know they say in humor there's some truth in humor or whatever and I'm sitting here looking like, well, if that's the case, then I didn't ask to be born either. But here I am, you know, and here you are. And he's like, well, you could have, you know, you could have stopped that whole cycle with you. And I'm like, so should I punch you now or should I wait till no one's looking? Because what would make that come to your brain to say some stuff like that out of your mouth or whatever? But I mean, and, and for the joke or not that it might not be or whatever, it's like there ha there's a thought process behind that to even come up with a joke like that. Like kids, these kids are so entitled. Like they really think that they are entitled to something that I, I honestly do not know where they get this from. I would ask him, so you never intend to have children? No, he doesn't. Because they don't intend to be born either. He doesn't want children. Um, at least the last time we had a conversation, he didn't want children. I mean, my kids, honestly, so I have a 20, 29, 28, 28, 28, 26, I'm, I don't know, uh, 28, <laughs> 26 and 21 year old and neither one of them have kids or to my knowledge any scares or whatever and i'm just sitting here like and that but that attests to the selfishness and the entitlement of of this generation or whatever it's like i don't want to have kids because one this is a messed up world and two i don't want to take anything away from myself like what do i look like begging you for money and i have somebody to take care of am I supposed to beg you for money to take care of them too which I I commend that part of it to have that much forethought to think about that but it's like they're so selfish that they just you know well every generation says it about the next like oh this next generation is so entitled and I'm pretty sure our parents said it about us and their parents said it about them and probably but it comes down to it's like why your sons are not trying to have kids and not trying to do that. There's other kids, there's other boys that same age out there having kids like left and right, fucking yeah, like crazy, like rabbits. So it's it's, it's, it's always, everywhere. So it's sort of what like um uh, the movie um Idiocracy, I think that's what it's called. 
where they show like, you know, some people are like, you know what, well, let's wait. The world's not a good place. We're not in a good position. We're going to wait to have kids while, you know, Jimmy Ray down the street, you know, uh, what's the better? Junebug down the street got like five kids by four different women. And, you know what I'm saying? Got twins on the way. So, you know, <laughs> and, it, and so, I mean, but it always comes down to it. each generation says the same thing about the next generation. And I'm pretty sure when he get, if they do have kids, they're gonna come, Ma, these kids so entitled, and you be like, You were the same way, you know. I kind of disagree about Gen X. <laughs> we was latchkey kids, people were smoking around us, drinking in front of us, driving while drunk. We had no seatbelts. They I don't think they expected us to survive. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I there weren't a lot of expectations for Gen X kids. No, because they said we didn't we 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 didn't want to work. That's what they said. They said we didn't want you know what I'm saying. So no, but that well, was these the ones really don't want to work. Our parents, these ones really don't want to work. They just think that stuff is supposed to come to them, and they don't have to work at all to get it. Well, no, well, no. They look. They they see life different. They don't see the value in going to work for eight bucks an hour. You know no, what I'm saying? That I'm type talking of about thing. don't want to work, period. Not just the I don't want to work doing the same thing you did. And it's like we didn't want to do the same thing that our parents did. I understand that, you know, we thought a little bit different than our parents did or whatever. But these kids don't want to work at all. They just think that they're supposed to have like they their mind frame and their entitlement is like they are supposed to be uh trust fund kids or something and it's like where is this trust coming from because um i don't even have a fund for myself how are you supposed to have a fund like i don't understand it and you know i don't know i don't know where they're getting it from because that's that's life goes smack them in the face (laughs) and then then you have this this whole like people are saying you know and i i agree with it to a certain extent like you know why are we um, sensational, sensationalizing struggling or whatever, you know, but there is a certain amount of struggle that builds character. Like, um, I don't know how the story goes verbatim, but basically the gist of it is there was a man who, um, who was driving a Mercedes Benz. He said when his kids grow up, they probably are going to be driving Range Rovers. And then he said his his kids' kids probably will be um, riding a bus. Basically, he said he watched his parents struggle and all of this, whatever. He said um, strong parents raise weak kids because we give them, we want to give them what we never had in terms of materialistic stuff or whatever, and we don't hold them accountable for anything. So you have a whole bunch of entitled kids with no type of um, responsibility, no type of ownership at all for anything that happens to them. They just think that, you know, there's always going to be somebody to fix it or whatever. And then they don't have any character, you know, any moral fiber, they don't have any character or whatever. And on on one hand, I agree that no, we we don't want our kids to struggle the way we did. Like, you know, we always say, oh, I got it out the mud. I had to do this and I had to do that. We don't want our kids to do that. But a part of that struggle helped me build character, you know, 
And then if we are giving our kids everything, we're not, we're skipping the, the character building part of it. So to go back, it's like all of these um, things that are being said on the interweb about, you know, stop sensationalizing, stop, you know, glorifying the struggle. But then on the other flip side of that, it's like, no, you don't want your kids to have to sit meat outside in the wintertime because your refrigerator don't work, you know, that struggle. But there is a certain amount, I think there's a certain amount of struggle that kids do need to have in order to build, like I said, to build character. Because half of the character that I have, half of the, you know, the part of working hard is because I don't want to ask anybody for anything, you know, because I did go through those years where I did feel, I did feel like, you know, something was owed to me. But then that changed because there was no one that was going to give to me. There was no one that was going to save me. I had an absent father. My mother passed away um, when I was relative, not relatively young, in my early 20s. And I had kids. I had to get up and figure out something to do with these kids or whatever. You know, so I had to, um, had to work in or do stuff in order to be able to take care of my kids. And I think that some of that built some of the stuff that I have now going on because of the fact that I don't, I don't like how it was then. And I don't want to ever go back to that place. So I work sometimes 10, 12 hours a day because I don't want to ask anybody for anything. So I guess to make it make sense or whatever, I think there is a certain amount of struggle that you have to go through in order to build like I said, build character and and build some type of work ethic, build some type of, of something. Am I wrong? Yeah, you're right. I mean, but at the same time, you know, we want our kids to have better than what we had. And in terms of materialistic stuff a lot. Yeah. We don't teach them some of the like what um like in terms of the character, the the morals, the um, the work ethic. We don't teach them some of that stuff. We just want to give them stuff because we didn't have stuff, so we want to give them stuff. Can't start with you. Well, my parent. I'm a very, very, very spoiled child, <laughs> even now. <laughs> but my parents bought me everything that I asked for but I was expected to take care of it if I did not take care of it it was not replaced mm -hmm. so if I got a bike for Christmas and I just left it on the lawn and someone stole it I no longer had a bike I could ask for a bike next Christmas I would not get a bike because you didn't take care of your bike so that's how my character building was done. My parents, I, I'm I'm adopted. I was handpicked and all this other stuff. So I was a blessing for my parents. So they wanted to give me everything. Yeah. And they did. But I was expected to take care of it. I wasn't guilt tripped later. Mm -hmm. Well, if you hadn't let your bike get stolen, I would buy you this. They never did that. But if I let my bike get stolen, I did not get another bike just because I 
stomped and screamed and asked for one. Mm-hmm. So I did get the character building that way. And that's kind of what I passed on to my kids because I bought my kids whatever I could within my means. Mm-hmm. But if they didn't take care of it, I I didn't feel the need to replace it. This is what you got. You got an Xbox. Mm-hmm. You better take care of it because if you don't, you're not getting another one. Should have bought a PlayStation. Well, whatever. <laughs> Bite me. I had a PlayStation, a Sega, a Xbox. I had all of them downstairs. but And they had computers and things like that, but they were expected to take care of them. And I taught them how to take care of them. Yeah. I think that's a piece that people miss. They say, okay, I'm going to give you this iPad, but you got to take care of it. But they don't tell them how. So when they smash it on the floor, they're like, it doesn't work anymore. Well, why'd you drop it on the floor? Well, you didn't tell me not to. So they think I didn't do anything wrong. So you should replace the iPad because I don't know why it's broken. So I think that's a piece that's missing is they're not telling these children how to take care of the things that they are given. And I think the mistake is they just replace it. Well, but but to go back to what you said in terms of your parents, you said that your parents not only gave you stuff, but they also gave you lessons along with that stuff. That's not what I mean in terms of like giving our kids stuff and not um, giving them anything, like teaching them anything, because your parents actually taught you, I, I don't want to say while they were giving you stuff, but they were teaching you lessons along the way. Some, you know, sometimes we give our kids the world, like you have some kids that they are, you know, they have everything that they could possibly want, but they don't have manners. They, you know, they're rude, they're selfish. They are all of these things or whatever. And then at the first time something happens to their parents, which is basically, or usually not basically, but usually their, um, their financial pipeline, something must happen to their, their parents they are totally lost because they don't know how to get it by themselves. They just used to it being given to them. You know, I think that that needs, like we need to change that part as a whole, not individuals. Cause there are individuals, there are those of us that, you know, teach our kids rights alone, teach our kids to have manners, teach our kids, you know, X, Y, Z. But then there's some of us who, because we didn't have when we were growing up, we just give, give, give to our kids and we don't, one, hold them accountable for the actions. We don't make them earn things. We don't teach them any type of valuable lessons. We just give them stuff, you know, and I and I will admit that I have on occasion done that in terms of, you know, um, replace things that I shouldn't have replaced. I've, you know, done things like that because of, you know, my own lack lack of but at a certain point you get to a point where it's like you have to start knowing better and wanting better and doing better because you have to we have to we have to evolve you know so do you think that these children put the their parents in these facilities just to have access to their finances and don't sometimes. know how to take care of their parents? Sometimes. Yes. Yeah, very, I, I disagree. Yes. 
Yes, you know, I, I, I very, very much think that in some instances, there's not a, a large, there's not a large um, percentage, but I do think that some kids do just put their kids, I mean, put their parents away because they want to have financial governorship over their parents so that they do have access to all of their funds, but then they have somebody else that's, you know, doing all the heavy lifting. I, I absolutely think there are some kids who do that. So they hire somebody to be there for their parents. So they know somebody should be there for their parents. They just don't think it should be them. Right. They just it don't happens. want it to be them. It happens a lot. I mean, yeah. That's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you. I mean, you never know what people are. People. I mean, people are crazy. I mean, people not crazy. People are. People do shady stuff. I mean, even to their parents. Yeah. And like some I of said, those same kids who, like, like we were saying, some of those same kids whose parents gave them everything, but they never, they never taught them empathy. They never taught them responsibility. They never taught them any of that stuff. Those are some of those same people. Yes, put their parents in homes so that they are still alive and they still are you know and then they manipulate you know their parents um get the power of attorney I, yes governorship yes all of that absolutely but what if they were teaching them lessons all along because there are some bad parents i will grant you that oh yeah, yeah. but what if you there are rich and i heard something this week that stuck with me rich is loud and wealth is silent yeah and that cuts both ways because you know i think a lot of wealthy people's children are loud no they lived in silence because they were raised by governesses or maids or uh, nannies, you know, it's like, uh, just, you know, the, the parents didn't have time for them. But when the parents get elderly, they expect those same children that they palmed off on everybody else to have the same kind of feelings that they were supposed to have for those children for them. Why won't you come visit me? Why should I? You know? Yeah. So I, I think it's more wealthy and I don't mean millionaires. I'm talking like old, old money. Wealthy. Those kind of people. Those are the people that I think get put in homes. Or I thought, I should say I thought, got put yeah. in homes and the children ignored them. My father's not in a facility with billionaires, trust me. But He's not in a facility where there's rats and roaches and all that, you know, he's in a decent facility. I took a tour. I took him on a tour. We took another tour, you know, and I check on him weekly. I follow up on all his concerns and things like that. But there are people in that facility that their children have just left them, dropped them, just off. left them there. I can't imagine. I cannot imagine. Not only what my mother would do, my dishes would be flying around the room if I wasn't out there taking care of my father. But my soul would not be able to handle that. Yeah. Because my father, he was the one who picked me up when I fell down. 
He was the one who stood up for me to the band teacher when he was bullying me. He was the one who corrected my, you know, bike riding. He's the one who taught me how to change a tire. Mm -hmm. Now it's my turn to take care of him because he needs my help. The transition was weird, but it happened. How do these people not... You got to... Realize that your thought process is not everybody else's thought process. Right. Some people would probably think that's probably for the best that they just leave their parents in there. They probably think that's for the best for them. Some people probably just think, I don't care. She's in there. She's alive. That's all I care about. I mean, there's no telling what they're thinking. I mean, that's you, you don't know. Other people have different lives that just sometimes they just don't have the time to do it. They're probably not the richest no. and working two jobs. Mm-hmm. And just don't have the time. I mean, it could be anything. They probably don't. They probably had the time, but they don't make the time. They probably just don't make the time. Okay. Okay. You know what I'm saying? They don't make the time. I was with you for a second until you said, I'm like, wait a minute now. We make time for what we want. So, but yeah. They they don't make the time to go do it. So, but I did. I just don't understand it because I would never do that. Well, I mean, there's a lot of stuff, you know, there's stuff that people do that you'll never do, but they do it. It happens, you know what I'm saying? So it doesn't it doesn't yeah. change. So it's it's you know, it's all dependent, it's person to person. But I do remember when my son helped me move my father out there. And so I asked my son, I said, What do you think? You know, it looks like it. he was like, I've seen horror movies that start like this, and I was oh like, my Oh god. my god. <laughs> but he's right. I've seen you know, those I've those horror movies, movies that where start like this. Oh no, God. well, those movies where you know wow. everything, you know, you take grandma to Shady Pines and everything looks fine, <laughs> and the minute you leave, they locking them in their room and not feeding them, which is why I, you know, I call, I call, I'm out there every week. These people know I'm showing up. I call his social worker. I have his social worker call them. And those are I'm the ones that they don't up. mess with because yeah. they know exactly. that, that there's something because somebody's you know. checking on them, but. Yeah. I mean, I get like what you said earlier that okay, sometimes the 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 parents weren't the best parents, yeah, and so the children just say, like you said, Roz, they're alive. Somebody's taking care of them. I'm paying the fee every month, whatever. But I, I that may I'm st- I'm not staring down the barrel, but it's closer probably. For me, then I don't know you two, but well, both of my parents are deceased. Yeah, mine too. So, well, I still have my father. My mother's gone, but I still have my father. So. It's just like um, when it came out that um, Tracy Morgan, his mother was sick. I think it was Tracy Morgan, and he wasn't helping her with bills or anything. And people were like, "Oh my God, how could you do that to your mother? You never know." You, you know, you should always be there for your mother no matter what. I was like, y'all don't know his story. Y'all don't know what he's been through in life. You know what I'm saying? If he's not helping his mother, it's, it's got to be a reason for it. He's not just being an asshole and being stingy with his money. So you don't know what but his I- life co- was coming up to where he's like, you know what? You're on your own. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. everybody everybody's story is different. You can't judge them for what they feel that is right and what they do. I mean, you could judge but him, but then, I mean, it's not going to get anywhere. <laughs> you just judge But it goes to judging. that thing, though, when people do you wrong or whatever, and then you do somebody wrong, if it's that same person or somebody different or whatever, it's like, 
so basically we're the same you're the same like you can't hate you can't do hateful stuff and then try to say that that it was reactory or it was a reaction to something that somebody did to you well then that makes you the same like you hate that person for what they did to you but then you became that person so you hate yourself too like so basically if somebody if somebody does me wrong you know and then i stew and i steep in that and then it i absorb that and then i become you know the same person who hurt me then aren't we basically the same but think about it this way if somebody if if i had a parent that beat me my entire life until until i was aged out and i got away and I get a call from a hospital and the hospital says your mother or father or guardian needs constant care. Mm-hmm. And you say, I can't provide that for them, but I'm going to put them in a facility mm-hmm. that provides that for them. Have you met your obligation to that parent because you you're not the bad guy now you picked up the call you answered right. the call you put them in a facility that you've checked out let's let's say you put them in a decent facility not like you found yeah. a rat infested place but you put them in a decent you, facility and you're paying the monthly fees have you met your obligation to you that abso- parent that you abused you have. you absolutely have i believe you absolutely have so just and and i'm if my sister see this, she probably gonna put my business out on the street. Okay, so <laughs> I have I have a sister. I have a um, we have the same dad. He never did anything for either of us, right? Mm-hmm. He was in a he was in a facility. Um, my sister. Okay, so I lived in Georgia at the time. My sister lives in Illinois, so she went and got him when she found out. Um, she went and got him and moved him closer to her so that she could help, you know, take care of him. Um, that was part of the reason why I moved back to um, the Midwest. I wasn't moving back to Illinois, so I decided to move back to, to Madison um, so that I would be, like, closer an hour and a half, an hour, 45 minutes, two hours, whatever. I would be closer, so we were, we were just going to tag team this thing. We were going to help, you know, take care of him, whatever. Um, unfortunately on my way back i was actually on the highway driving from georgia to here and my father passed away um i had to deal with some stuff personally in terms of like this coward like didn't want to face me so he kicked the bucket like that was my hurt little girl thinking like you know we we had all these conversations about we were supposed to have all these conversations right Mm -hmm. so anyway long story short he never did anything for us as we were growing up um when he got to a point where he wasn't able to take care of himself, the two people that he was supposed to help and he was supposed to help nurture and raise, he did not. Those were the two people that ultimately had to take care of his last um, arrangements. Those were the two people who were going to split their time between having full-time families, jobs, all of that to help take care of him or whatever. So basically in in reference to what you were saying i feel like even though 
neither one of us um, volunteered to have him live with us. We were signing up to be that, you know, um, the, what is it? The um, power of attorney, the, the, the caretakers in light of because we, like I said, neither one of us agreed to have him live with us, but we were going to make sure that he was comfortable, you know, um, as he got older, you know, to make sure that, because I guess the, the first place that he was, they were not doing what they were supposed to do. So, like I said, my sister went and moved him from that place to be closer to her in a facility that was closer to her so that she wouldn't have to drive an hour to go and check on him. She, he was, he was essentially around the corner from her or whatever. But then when he uh, ultimately passed away, we were the only ones there that were able to make his last arrangements that were able to talk to the funeral home to do all of these things that the people that he chose over us weren't able to do because they chose not to. So, yeah. So mm -hmm. when I say yes, I think that if you were to put your abusive parents in a home and you were, you know, taking care of the arrangements and all that, yes, you've done, you've done your due diligence, I think. You've done more than your due diligence. Most people wouldn't even take the call. Yeah, true. <laughs> but but that has more to do with with not being fully healed and not being you know human. Like I don't think that I think at at a certain point, and somebody could fight me if they want to. I think at a certain point, even if you've had the most horrible childhood or whatever, at a certain point, once you become an adult, and I tell my kids this all the time: once you become an adult, I don't care how you feel. I raised you. If you didn't agree with what I did to raise you. After you become an adult, you can no longer say it's because of this, this, that, and the third, because you have, you are an adult, you make the adult decisions, you can choose to get help, you can heal from that or whatever. And then when you hold on to stuff, basically you're just unhealed. The key word you said, get help. A lot of people out here are refusing to help. <laughs> that's yeah. the, that's the key word, get help. Talk to someone, get a, for, mm -hmm. you know, a therapist, sit down and talk with someone. There's a lot of broken people exactly. just walking around here, you know. Yes. Just walking around as you know, broken as hell. Oh, I'm looking to destroy your life. I'm working on it every day. I'm working on it every day. But I think I have the opposite problem. I love my dad. My dad was always good to me. My dad keeps me from confronting the people about certain things because he fears retaliation and he knows that if he's retaliated against i will tear that place to the ground mm -hmm. but the things that i complain about are things that are included in his contract yeah like he's supposed to be able to get his meals delivered to his room they're trying to charge him six dollars a day I mean, $6 a meal, not $6 a day, $6 a meal. That's $18 a day. Works out to $540 a month. And I'm like, no, that's not going to happen. But I was able to check myself, pull it back in, call his social worker and say, you deal with this. Mm -hmm. Because I, I mean, know I'm take not. Care of this guy. 
Okay. Because if I go in there, I'm going to go in there like a bull. And that, you know, they are in control of his food, his medication, his laundry, his cleaning, all of that. And they can manipulate that any way they want to. So I have to go through his social worker and things like that. So while I'm an advocate for my dad, I have to be a, a reserved advocate because if I'm not, they may retaliate against him. And I don't want that either. Well, that's when you ride. Get him out of there and ride. Sorry, guys. But see, that's the, that's the problem. I can't, I can't move him mm-hmm. because if I could, he'd been gone months ago. That's messed up. But <laughs> because the assisted living, oh yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, you gotta go where they can place you. That's why he's in Verona. Otherwise, he'd be down the hall from me. It's a one bedroom apartment right down the hall from me. And if I could have got services set up that they would help him with his rent and his uh, his utilities, he'd be right there. He he'd be right exactly one apartment over from me. He could come here. He could have dinner every night. We could watch TV. He could spend all day here. Just go home and sleep in his apartment. He's and been just cussing at the TV all day. Right. <laughs> no, I, I just I work all day, so you know I just had the TV on in the background. Right. Cussing at Look, your game I, all night. God damn it. <laughs> that he might have to hear. <laughs> that he might have to hear. But you know, but you know that's that was that was the situation I wanted to set up. I wanted to get him the apartment here, but I couldn't get him rental assistance. And it's eleven hundred dollars, and his check is only twelve, so that wasn't gonna work because he still has utilities and groceries and all that stuff. So, but if if I can work that out and I can get him here, my father be right here with me, just not in the same space as me. You know what I mean? That's too close. You say I want you close, but not that close, sir. See, that's where you're supposed to get your. that's where you're supposed to get your mansion and have them stay in the, you know, the guest house and just have, you know, the nurses and everything just right in there. You know, you got the money for it. Go ahead and buy that. You got that. I'm just waiting on my numbers. I'm waiting. On- <laughs> <laughs> when I tell you, it's like, oh my gosh, like yes. But yeah, uh, if I can work that out, he'll be right here with me. Well, it's getting about that time. I want to thank everybody coming on. I want to thank. Everybody for watching. Make sure you uh, keep subscribing, keep commenting, keep doing all that good stuff. Any last words before we head off for tonight? Take care of your parents. Yes. Take care of your parents if you feel you need to take care of your parents. And no, I can't tell take somebody. Take care of your parents. I can't tell somebody who you know what I'm saying who's been. That through is a, lot. a broad spectrum of when you say take care of your parents. Then that is a very broad spectrum. Take care of so, your parents the way you see fit. How about that? No, no, that don't work either. I was going to say, yeah, but no. Why does that not work? Hopefully you see fit that you are human. As they see fit. because that could Take raise care you. of your parents human. like humans. Exactly. Treat that's them like not, they're human. That's the, okay. All right, well, thank you for watching. All right, we out.